Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tamiami. I'm a sports fan who always said, if I never played a sport professionally, then I want to talk about it. I'm born and raised in New York City. Played organized basketball for several well-known teams in the mid-70s and the early 80s, such as the legendary Home Cold Rucker Tournament, Melbank, Stone Gym, and Riverside Church. LaGuardia House and my all-time favorite, Each One Teach One. Having sports in my life at an early age always kept me out of trouble. If I wasn't playing basketball, I was either playing football or baseball. Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tamiami, where my opinions, views, and facts will cover the hottest, the latest, and the past sports events. Welcome once again. I want to continue to thank Everyone who has liked and subscribed to my podcast, and if this is the first time you're viewing it, please do the same. Now, as always, before I even get into today's topic, I got two hot topics today that I must talk about. And we're talking about John Morant. Listen, John Morant, I know he's been in trouble. He's been putting himself in certain situations. But I believe when he comes back, from his suspension and, and, and whatever else is going on with him, that he's going to be a different young man. We ain't going to hear a peep from him. I truly believe that. Listen, he's the man that put Murray State University on the March Madness map. I call him Mr. Excitement. Listen, you, you already know what he brings to the game. But, Ja, you know what you got to do from now on, man. You got to stay out of trouble and just do the damn thing, and uh, I'm rooting for you. I like most people are rooting for you, so we're hoping and praying that you get it together before you get back. So I want to move on to my second hottest topic. And listen, this is a pet peeve of mine. I got a question. What happened to wearing high-top sneakers when playing basketball? Because I don't understand it. Please, somebody explain to me in my YouTube comment section why, why most college to NBA players are wearing low top sneakers? I mean, it's it's like mind boggling to me. I don't I don't I don't understand it. I can't even talk about it sometimes. I don't understand it from the star players on down with the ankle and the foot injuries. I mean, it's galore. Look at what just happened to KD. He wasn't even playing. He was in practice. He's out. I mean, it's it's just it's it's like a nonstop thing. It's like it's like the manufacturers stop making hot top sneakers, and everybody's wearing low tops. I mean, I could do a whole show on this, but I ain't got the time because I got a long show today. Listen, what I got to say about that is this, man. I need you guys to tell me why. Please just tell me why, because you would think. You would think that between the crossovers, the Euro steps, the high fly dunking, and everything else, everything else that goes on in the basketball court, you would think that the ankle and the foot support would be the major concern, but it's not. Again, somebody please tell me why. Listen, I'm going to move on to today's topic because I could go on and on with that one. Today's topic is the, 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 the road to the final four. 
I'm so excited. I can't even, I can't even say the subject. The road to the final four. Listen, I don't know about you viewers and listeners, but for me, this time of the year brings me nothing but joy. I'm at peace. You can't get me upset this time of year. I mean, I mean, I'm in my I'm in my basketball world. Heaven, whatever you want to call it. You can't get me upset. You just can't get me upset. Listen, these next three weeks, these next three weeks, you're talking about non-stop insane competition. You're talking about an emotional roller coaster. You're talking about excitement at an all-time high. I'm talking about the Marge Madness, y'all. Y'all know what it is. For those who know, you know what it is. Now, this is when the NBA, they take a back seat for the next three weeks. And the NBA world knows this. I mean, it, you know, for, 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 for those who just watch, who love basketball, and you love it, but you only watch NBA games, Listen, I don't even know what to tell you. I mean, I just don't know what to tell you. I can't even tell you what you're missing, but you need to get on it because <laughs> these next three weeks, starting March 14th and ending April 3rd, is basketball in heaven, period. So for this topic, I have a few guests for this show. So I want to introduce my guests to y'all. I got J.I.'s. From Brooklyn, New York, in the house. I got Ted from Harlem, New York. And we got the Big T from the Boogie Down Bronx, New York. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Talk to me. How y'all doing? Hey, what's good? What's good? How you doing, Ted? Talk to me. Good. I'm good, bro. I'm good, T. Good, Big T. Yeah, I see that Louisville. I see that Louisville. Louisville, Louisville. Yes. So, listen, I got to, I just got to say one thing. We got the March Madness selection that's just completed. And um, I, I, I know y'all, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's why y'all on this show. And I know for me, this is like, this time of the year brings me joy. And, and I'm, in, I'm at peace. Like I told the wife the other day, I said, listen, ain't nothing you or anybody else can get me upset through these next three weeks. I said, because I'm in basketball heaven. So we're going to get it on. We're going to have some fun. And here we go. So we're going to dive right on in. So question number one, Jay Ice, the brackets are set. Who do you think is going to the final four and why? Please explain. One team, Purdue. Duke. Okay. Ex explanation? Edie. Eddie. My man is the real deal. He's, he should be number one in the draft. We're going to make it happen. Yes. Yes. All right. So you got Purdue. Who's the other three going? Talk Arizona. To Arizona. We got Arizona coming out. Okay. You got Arizona. We got Kansas. Kansas. Okay. Out in the West Region. Okay. Let me see. Uh, da, da, da. I got my, my notes here. Well, you got the Midwest still. Who's coming out of the Midwest? Give me a second. Give me a second. Because 
the way these brackets are set up this year, it's normally oh Texas oh, coming out Texas Texas those boys is bad they bad. All right, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Out of the East, you got Purdue coming out. Out of the West, you got Kansas coming out. Midwest, you just said you got who? Texas? Texas. And in the South, who you got coming out? Arizona. Arizona. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Same question, Ted. Who you got coming out of the – who you got going into the Final Four? All right. <clears throat> My Final Four coming out the South. I got Alabama. Uh, okay, Bama. Come, coming out the East is my Cinderella team. Oh, the Memphis Tigers. Oh, you got you Benny got, Hardaway in the crew. You got you them got boys Benny, playing hard. Hardaway. I watched and his them son in the crew. Yes, watch them. And okay. I got, of course, I got the hometown of Houston. Because right. you know the Final Four is in Houston. Right. That's and my true. last team is UCLA. UCLA. The from UCLA. Javier, Javier, hockey and the boys. Okay. And them boys from out there. Yeah, they, yeah, they tough. They tough. They seasoned. They seniors. Same question. Thanks, Ted. Same question, Big T. Talk to me. Who going to the final four? All right. I got coming out the Midwest. I got Texas. Texas. Okay. We got two Texases. <laughs> coming out the West. I got the Kansas Jayhawks. Okay. We got a number one. Okay, you. Okay. Coming out the South, I got Bama. Oh, you got the Bama. Coming out the East, I got Purdue. They got this 7'2 big boy. You're talking about Big Edie. Big Edie. Yeah, he's hungry this year. Big Edie. He's his body, his body has matured his his speed. Because remember when he first came in, he was like if he was running in backwards, <laughs> slow motion. Now he's picked it up. I says, look at him. And then and then his legs, his legs are like tree trunks. I'm like, look at him. <laughs> NBA ready. NBA ready. I you, you are absolutely right. Thank you for that. Thank all three of y'all for the question number one. Question number two, Jay Ice. It seems like each year there is at least there is at least one Cinderella team that makes it to the Sweet 16. Who do you think is that team this year and why? Please explain. Oh, uh, man, I got a couple. I got a couple. You got a couple. First one, Drake. Ooh. First Miami. Ooh. Drake, don't sleep on those boys. I mean, I, I don't like his rap, but I like his university. <laughs> <laughs> Those boys got something going on. You Penn State. Penn State, if you saw them play today, those boys got it going on too. Uh. I think they I think they're gonna make some noise. So so who's that? That's Drake and what you said, Ken Penn and Penn State. Penn State. But I got Man. my I got my wish list. But that's Grand Canyon University. Wow. You got the you got the Grand Canyon. Alfonso Ellis' son's on that team. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, listen, you got real long shots. And listen, this is the March Madness. We didn't see it. We didn't see it. We see it every year. But we know every year is always one that makes it to the Sweet 16 that has no business even being there, but they there. Same question, Ted. Talk to me. Well, I told you about Memphis, right? Yes, you did. Them Tigers. I definitely, I definitely got Memphis, man. The Memphis Tigers. I watched them play a few, a few games in a in a tournament. I right. watched them today, especially. I don't know if you saw them today, but yo, they ran through Houston. Yo, Penny Hardaway had them boys running up and down the court all day, keeping the pressure on. He got their mindset right, which I think is important for tournament time. So that's why I got Memphis. And the other team I got that I think is going to give some people help, that's going to give some people a problem, is San Diego State. You got to watch them, too. They got a couple of boys on their team, man. Them boys is kind of hungry. So watch them at least get into the, like you said, the Sweet 16, right? They don't got to go no further than that. Yeah, I got them in the Sweet 16. You know them San Diego's, San Diego. I've been rooting for them like the last five years. And 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 not that they disappoint me. I just be thinking they're going to make some ground. I don't know about Sweet 16. I've been checking them. You may have a point. I don't know. They may. But but I'm 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 feeling you with the Mentis Tigers though. Okay? Cuz you know, you know, I'm feeling them cuz um Penny, yeah, he coaching. He's doing his thing. Same question, Big T. Thanks, Ted. Same question. Who's going to the Sweet 16? Who, who's the sleeper this year? Okay, I got two. First one, I got one, um, like you said, Memphis. Memphis Hardaway. Okay. Yeah, I got they peaking. They're peaking right now. And, yeah. and, 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 and in any sport, when you peak at this time, this is the time you're supposed to peak. And they're peaking. So I'm going to kind of slide with them to the Sweet 16, Memphis Tigers. My okay. other sleeper is a team that did it before. They were there before, Sweet 16, a sleeper. And their coach is in the uh, uh, tournament right now coaching another team. Oh, you talking about those Seton Halls? You talking about VCU. VCU. Okay. Shaka. Okay. All right. That's it. Okay. All right. Thank you all three for those questions, for those responses. Listen, the Cinderella teams, man, it's real, very hard to predict. When 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 the round one begins, it's like real hard. It, it, it doesn't really come into reality until after Friday night is over, and and one of the big boys got eliminated. Then then all the attention goes on who just eliminated him. Yo, that was a 12 seed. Now all eyes is on that 12 seed. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna see. It's gonna be a goodie. We gonna see. I'm I'm very excited. All right. Question number three, Jay Ice. 
This question is not related to this topic. Do you think the one and done by star players hurt college basketball? If so, why? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, look at look look at Randall on the Knicks. That boy could use another two years in college and stuff that Kentucky, just Kentucky, it, Kentucky, it, not yeah. only did it hurt the NCAA, it hurt the NBA. But mm. um, you know, it's the mindset now. The mindset is not going for education and trying to, to make basketball the way to get to that and to capitalize and then to realize that you, you know you have a future. This is like I don't need to speak English, I just need to go there. Shoot the ball. That was that's the Kentucky um syndrome. Right. Right. But yeah, I, I definitely think that you know it's 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 been a problem. I, I think that you know one year, one and done, two and done would have been better. Okay, we on the same page. We are definitely on the same page. And that's one of the reasons why I put this question together. But I'm gonna talk about it a little later. Thank you for that, Jay Ice. Ted, same question. Is the one and done hurting? Is it hurting college basketball or is it hurting the players? Who, which, well, what's the question again? Make sure let me, let me make sure I answer the do, question right. right. Do you think the one and done by star players hurt college basketball? I don't think it hurts college basketball. Okay. On a whole, I still think college basketball is always going to be college. With guys coming in, going out. I think it's. I think because of the rules that they have for the players coming in well until they started this il thing you know this new thing with that and people couldn't you know uh college kids couldn't get no money right and these colleges was making all these millions of dollars off these kids these kids couldn't get paid now i think that was hurting the kids more than it was the colleges because the colleges were getting paid people were still going to attend the games people still gonna you know people still gonna do what they've been doing as far as participating in the in the game so i don't think really the one and done hurts college basketball as a whole but yeah as a whole i don't think it's hurting any because them cats are still making millions of dollars the tv prices are going you know the tv deals are going up and now you know the players are getting paid man so i think the players should be ready to go to pro do the one and done and Go to pro and get some real money. Whether they going to, whether they going to um, straight to the pros or either going to the G League, at least at least they able to, you know, uh, make some make some money, and not only the colleges and the coaches is getting all all the money. So I don't think it's hurting the one and done. I don't think it's hurting college. Now. Okay, well, all right. Well, Ted, thank you, thank you for that opinion. Thank you very much. Same question, Big T. Same question. Talk to me. Yeah, the one, the one and done. Why I say it is hurting in a way because the college coaches don't get a chance to develop a relationship with the one and done guys. And you notice that a lot with Kentucky. Kentucky, uh, uh, Colin Perry don't really have no relationships with those guys. Those guys come. They know they're going to get their one and done and go to the NBA. So in that sense, yeah, it hurts the, the, the commodity of the team itself. You know, when you got a guy there for one year, you know, he ain't going to really gel like that. When you got a guy there for two years or three years, they, they got more commodity, they gel, they play better, they play more 
one and done. Kentucky was big for that one and done. Yeah. And that one and done definitely, definitely hurt. But you know what? A lot of these kids come from inner city where the money, they got to go for the money. They feel that's why, that's how, that's that's their lotto. They, they're yeah. gifted to play the game. So now we're going to make some money off of what we gifted to do. Even though, like you said, the one and done hurts the, the college sport, but for the players, eh, they need the money. A lot of them don't have opportunities to get money from nowhere else, and they're gifted. So, yes, in one way, yes, and another way, no. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, all three of y'all, three of y'all for, that, for that opinion, because I've been, I've been, I've been, before, before even doing these podcast shows, that's always been the question of mine. You know, I look at the Kyrie Irvings. I mean, I'm a dookie, as you guys know, as you can see, right? Kyrie, March Madness, Kyrie only played, if I'm not mistaken, nine regular season games because he was hurt most of the season in his freshman year. And then from there, as soon as they got knocked out of the um, March Madness, boom, he's in the NBA. And, 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 and I'm saying, where's, where's the maturity? Where's the, um, you know, getting ready for your professional? This is going to be your life, your bread and butter. Where, where is it? You know, the one and done, cast just breaking out. Yeah, I got what you're saying, Ted. But listen, I'm going to get into that in the few. So I want to move on to question number four, J.I.S. This question. It's not related to this topic. It's similar to, similar to question number three. More than a quarter of the players that leave after their first year don't last in the NBA before their third year. Should this percentage of players stay in college or take their chances? Please explain, Jay Ice. Listen, it, 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 it depends on what happens to them after that, that third year. I mean, are they bagging groceries like John Starks or something like that? Or mm-hmm. are they making something out of themselves, going back and finishing their, their schooling? You know, that's that's what's important. But I think that most of them aren't going back to school. Mm-hmm. Most of them weren't going to school in the first place to, to finish school. And um, one thing you have is if you're an athlete that's a, a star, that one and done, that two years out, three years out, you have agents that are going to handle your money, but you also have a mindset that makes you kind of really thinking about what you're going to do with your life. Right. When you're 19, jumping out there into a, into a grown man's world, mm-hmm. they ain't ready. They ain't ready yeah. for a lot of things. LeBron, LeBron's a, and Kobe, aberrations. Those 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 guys were like perfect examples of that's what we want to see happen, but it yeah. ain't it ain't the reality. It ain't the reality. Two years in, get some discipline, get some coaching, get some some life experience of you know oh, the, of the kid that went and killed the guy in Alabama, yeah, you know all this crazy stuff happening, you know in college, yeah, they, they ain't ready, stay yeah. in school for two years at least, at least, Thank then you. go then go to the G League, go to the NBA, go overseas, do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you just, you just said a lot. What I was getting ready to say later on. 
about question number four. But I'm going to say it anyway. Big Ted, same question, Ted. Ted, talk to me. Now, I think that it depends on the player, the caliber of the player. Now, like you said, Kyrie Irving, he played nine games, 11 games. He went to the pros. He was ready. His game was ready. It didn't make sense for him to stay in college. Watching them college make all that money off of him, and he don't make a dime. You might as well go get paid. But in other cases, now I know two brothers personally that played ball against my son, was playing against my son. Okay. Two one of them went to Syracuse, and one of them went to Seton Hall. Seton Hall. They okay. both played one year each. And they got the advice from agents to go pro. And like you said, they lasted in a pro. And crazy thing, both of them went to the Nets. Both of them started out at the Nets and didn't last. One of them went to Washington. No, one of them, no. One of them started out at Washington and then came to the Nets. The other one started out at the Nets. And they stayed in the late in the league maybe two, three years. They wasn't getting much playing time. They got bad advice, man. And they played their way right out of the league. So if 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 you not a if you not a super duper star like I mean like a you know like them cats one and done. I mean, you know yeah. they coming yeah. in and they going out. If you if if you're not of that status, then right. stay in school, man, because a lot of cats been getting a lot of bad advice yeah. leaving early and going to the pros and not getting no run and then they just end up playing their way out of the league, going to Europe or somewhere. And that's what them two cats did. Yeah. So, you know, it all, it all, it all depends. You got skills like a, like Carmelo Anthony or, you know, like them cats, kid from, um, from the Hawks, Trey Young and them. It don't make sense you staying in the pros. What you saying? I mean, don't make sense you staying in college. Man, you do your one year, you staying in college for. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you listen, you you hit it, you hit it, you hit it right on the nail, Ted. I, 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 I'm gonna piggyback on what you just finished saying a little later. Thank you for that. Big T, same question. Talk to me. Yeah, well, the good thing about the way the league is in the college now, they got the um the NIL deal, whereas that the players can make some money. So that gives them an incentive to hang around a little longer before they could just jump out. Everybody ain't NBA ready. Everybody ain't NBA ready coming out of college. So to me, if you're not NBA ready, you'll know it because your stats, your, 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 the people, your agents, the, the coaches, they will tell you, listen, go, go right away. But for the most part, a lot of these players do say they're not NBA ready. So they hurt themselves by jumping out early. And what they wind up doing, going to the G League, hanging around there, might get lucky, get a call up, come back, and get a 10-day, right. a, a might get a 10-day here, 10-day yep. there. Right. This kid that played for Louisville, uh, uh, Jones, Carlito Jones, he just got a full contract. He was in the G League. He left Earth. No matter fact, I remember, I remember Carlito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's a good example of what I'm talking about, hanging around and getting a shot. And uh, I think he's on Chicago right now, so he might have a shot if he can produce while he's there. But 100%, if you're not NBA ready, 
Nah, stay in college. Stay in college. Don't jump. Yeah, you got y'all y'all singing the same song I'm singing. Definitely singing the same song I'm singing. Well, I'm going to hit the question number five, Jay Ice. And I think T just finished mentioning something about, you know, players with the monies. This question is not related to this topic. Should star college basketball players get the same financial gains as star football players? Please explain. Because I, 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 I looked that up. I know the college, I know, I know, College star football players, oh yeah, they getting little two, three million here. They 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 getting all kinds of perks. I'm not hearing that in the basketball world. Talk to me. Well, listen, with the NIL, that changed everything. But my view is all college athletes should get some cut of that pie. Basketball, football, women's, lacrosse, <laughs> hockey, uh, field hockey. Because the college is making so much money off off of all of them, because ain't no ain't, there's no venue, no game that don't come with the ticket price. You don't no. get to walk in and see it unless you're in Division Three, like we was yes. in Oswego. Then you just they're hoping that you're gonna come and show up. <laughs> I think that all of them should get some sort of compensation, but it needs to be kind of structured so that you're not going to school just to get paid. You got education; it's got to be education. You, you got to have that because since most of the athletes that are in the um, in in college, they are persons of color. Education still has to be our number one goal. We can't lose track of that for 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 the money, but we can't lose track of the money and let it go to to, to the, the white owners because all colleges they they own oh, by by white owners. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you so much for that, Ice. You're so right. You're so true. Same question, Ted. Talk to me. You, I'm new, Ted. I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. I'm new. Yeah. Hit me with the question again, Tom. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, question number five is, should star college basketball players get the same financial gains as star football players? Because we know star football players, you know, they, they man, they, they, some of them getting two, three mil. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they, they getting it. They getting it. They getting it from all avenues. But I'm not hearing that when it comes to the star college basketball players. Well, that's strange because it seemed like the star basketball players should be getting more money than the star football players, being that they play more games than they do. I'm sure they, 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 uh, intake more revenue for college basketball than they do for college football being that they only play one time a week in football they play two two three times a week in college basketball so i know they get them you know they make i i I, man listen before i even put that question together i looked and i looked and i checked and i triple checked and i didn't see nobody in college basketball getting any kind of money but when you go and you do the same search when it comes to the star football players, oh, yeah, they getting it. They getting it. They getting it all, all kinds of avenues. They getting it. Then then my answer to you should be basketball players should be making just as much as they do, if not more, because they play more games, and I'm sure they bring in more revenue than, than the uh, football team. I agree. I agree. And, 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 like, you know, we mentioned Big Edie. 
earlier for Purdue, right? Like Big T said, you know he's going number one. He gonna, he's definitely going number one, right? But I'm not seeing no money, no financial gains, no nothing coming this man's way, this young man's way. So I don't think he's getting anything other than getting his education and winning game after game and getting his stats and getting his body ready for NBA. But I don't see no agent, no outside agent, no money's coming his way. Well, I'm sure in this – where they at? Purdue. That's uh, Indiana. I'm sure his jersey is selling a lot out there, and he making some money off of that. Well, I got uh, – you, you may be right, and I'm going to double-check. But I didn't see anything. Like I said, if they get less, then they need to be paid more. Okay. Well, thank you. Same question, Big T. Talk to me. Same question. Yeah, the college uh, football is is it's been too widespread. They're making more money in the college basketball. I agree 100% with you, partner. And the college football. It, 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 it's hard to say what I'm saying. It's more like, you know, uh, a, a racial thing, too, because college basketball, 90% of college basketball, I feel, is black and, and people of color. College football is, 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 is more so more of them in that sense. So they're going to make sure their kids and them get that money. And 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 the college basketball got to do a better the community with with the people of color got to do better to promote us too so we can make that money because the money's there to be made. No doubt, no doubt. So true, so true. I think yeah, I, I think I lost lost T on the freeze. So I'm gonna move on to question number six. Question number six, J.I.'s. March Madness, would you change one thing to make the tournament even better or no changes is needed? Talk to me, Ice. I'm kind of in between on this because I was just watching with the selection and and how um, they were talking about things. You know, you got the selection committees looking at certain aspects of a college team's um, schedule, you know, and one of the things is you try to schedule, if you're, if you're a, a lower ranked team, you know, you want to try to go get some big name teams on your schedule. So you, so you kind of put your name in the hat, in, 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 the, um, in the hat to try to get some right. of them. But then if those big name teams have a bad, bad year that, and you were lucky to get them, even if you beat them, you ain't gaining nothing and stuff. So I think, I think it should be a little bit more, I guess um, structured would look right. at certain certain elements of things and and not be so subjective in, in or strength of schedule. I think they do they should look at how the teams are playing like the second half of the year a little bit too, a little bit more because you know teams get hot at the end. You know, some of the the, the better teams you know have stumble in the beginning, but then they crank it out, and then some of the teams that. They ain't ranked up in the, in the, in the top 125 and stuff, but then they, they're, they're creeping up, creeping up, creeping up and stuff, and then they're there. Alabama was 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 down at, at first. Now, they, now they're there. 
Tennessee was 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 up. Now they they kind of down, but I still think that they you know they there. And then all these teams that getting passed over. And and see, even though they didn't make the twenty, if they did make the twenty, they probably win two or three games before they went out. And see, I know, I know. I watched them all year. You're right. And, and then and then you're going to see, like, Duke, they're in the tourney, and they're going to be out in the first game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know when it. Uh, you take it out. Listen, I ain't starting, and I ain't taking it personal. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm picking Furman. <laughs> Furman's going to not. Furman's got 40 years since Furman was in, in, in the in the tourney. And the only way to get in the tourney is they have to win the, the um, tournament, cha- um, the, the championship for the, the, league, the league. So sometimes that automatic bid, maybe there should be no automatic bids. Mm. Okay. You know, right. make everybody I, fight for it. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think about that one. You may have a point. And, 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 and before I get to Ted, the reason why I threw that question, because every year, once a selection is completed, right, now you're hearing all the other sports analysts. This one's complaining about this. Why this team ain't make it. Um, um, I don't know what the selection committee was thinking. You know, it's always an issue. Every time, this time, is, and, and that's all they're going to talk about all night tonight and tomorrow, uh, they got to do better. Um, they need to change some things. So I wanted to know from y'all, listen, did it, did, did, do, do anything needs to change? Ted, talk to me. You like the way it is or what? I like it. I like it. I like it the way it is. But um, some teams be getting snuffed, man. It, you know, it's so – it's what they should do, add more teams to the whole thing. Because give us like another weekend of this, man, because we love the March Madness. Right. Add – Add more teams. I think every team that end up in the top 25 at the end of the year on that on that poll, right. AP poll, all of them should be in because you're in the top 25. All of them do not make it, which is bad. I think the teams that won their tourney should win. Then next, the top 25 get in. Then they go do what they do. Add some more teams. Right. Be add, add 10, 20 more teams, man. Two That's more teams. Two or four more teams to each to each uh site. Listen, I don't think we as as basketball lovers get a handle four weeks can, of March Madness. I can we handle will go one insane. They start early. They start. <laughs> we will go insane. We can't. I don't think we can take it. <laughs> well, good question. Thank you for your response, Ted. Same question, Big T. Talk to me. Bring us home. Yes. Now, with with the way that the college. Uh, selection the committee. I think it's fair because it gives the the lower the lower schools a chance with the automatic bid. Because if they didn't have the automatic bid, the, the, the schools like he said, Furman and 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 other little lower schools wouldn't be able to get in the tournament because they always talk about quad one win. Right. Quad one. These teams, these lower teams, ain't playing part one team. So you can't just say, okay, get rid of the automatic bid. It's got to be an automatic bid because, again, 
the other teams, the VCUs, the Furmans, those type of teams, it's a chance to get in the tournament. And that's what makes them become a Cinderella. Because quad one teams do uh, North Carolina, Kansas, they don't play right. those teams like that no. throughout the year. Right? They always say right. quad one. Quad one, quad two, quad three. Quad one is you got a lot of quad one wins. You're going to be like uh, uh, Alabama. They got the third. They, this year, they was the third most quad one wins out of all the college teams. So I think it's good. Keep it the way it is. Don't extend it. It went from 64 to 68. Or, you know, we'll be having 100. <laughs> There's too many. We can deal with it. So I just finished telling Ted, we won't be able to handle that. It's too much now. We ain't going to be able to handle it. So yeah, just another cable channel. Ted said 10 more games, 10 more teams. Ted's saying 10 more teams. <laughs> no, no, they already extended. It was 64. <laughs> they extended 68, right? You don't remember? It was 64 teams. Yeah. 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 Well, so, hey, listen. Now they're going to do 68. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fellas, thank y'all for all six responses for all six questions. I appreciate y'all so much. Now, I got to give you guys my opinion on question number four. Question number four was more than a quarter of the players that leave after the first year don't last in the NBA before their third year. Should this percentage of players stay in the college or take their chances? Now, I think all three of y'all said what I said. They need to stay in the college. And here's my reasoning, okay? Unless... This player's got Zion Williamson, Kyrie Irving, or John Morant caliber. He's he's like that freshman year. Then yeah, break out. <laughs> Don't need to stay because you gon' you 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 good. You gonna be good. But if you ain't at that caliber, right? You ain't that caliber. Then you need to stay. At least. I'm going to take it another year, Jimmy, because I know you said sophomore year. I'm, I'm going with the junior year. I'm going with the junior year because you got too many good players coming out of college. They good. They ain't star players, but they good players in college, right? And, 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 and they're coming out right after freshman year. And then they get lost on the bench. They get lost. There's players every year. When the March Madness is over, now I'm looking for them because I know they got drafted because I'm watching the draft. I watched them play in college. I can't find them. I, and, then, and then when I locate them, right, they, they, they either one or two things. They on that bench at the end or they at the G League. Like you said, T, some don't even make it back up. Right now, you're talking about going overseas, trying to get a little crumb here and there from China or wherever you're going to run to, Europe, right? Your whole life is changing. Now, now, you, you got to make a power move because you got to earn some money. You know what I'm saying? You got to earn some money because this is what you went to school for. You know what I mean? You, you, you ain't get your degree. From 9 to 10, you didn't get your degree. So, 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 you got to earn some money. No NBA team wants you. I look at Cam Reddish, who just the Knicks just let go. 
Now Reddish is with who's Reddish with right now? Cam. Cam Reddish. Cam is with. Oh my! I just had a senior moment. They trade him. Like, they just traded him out. It's like, to, it's like uh, the Midwest. Some, right, some out yeah. Here. Right now, now, and then Cam is in Utah. I can't remember. Utah, I think that's where. Yeah. Now, me being a Dookie, me being a Dookie, right? And, and then when we had our Zion Williams, Cam, and that crew, right? Cam and, and Big Mark and Big Williams, the center, right? Okay. Now, I said out of that crew who was talking about, because they said these four freshmen right here going pro right after. And I said, I said, nah, three of them can go. Cam was the one I kept saying he's not ready. And I kept saying that all season. He's not ready, but he jumped on the bandwagon because he knew he was going to get drafted because he coming out with Zion in him, right? Now, 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 what happened? Your man Tipolo, the Knicks, didn't even want to play him when he came to New York. So he right? should have played. He should have played. Look, he's going to work. He, like many others, going to bounce. They're going to bounce from team to team. When, let me tell you something, T. Cam was more ready than Barrett when he came yes. out. Yes. Cam was I don't better, believe that. Better, yes. yo, Cam is I a way so. better player than Barrett. I'm telling you. I seen well, them, but I'm telling you, Cam Danny is a Collins. way better. They just got to give him no. They just got to give Cam some some. They just got to give him some minutes. He just got to get on the right team. Thibodeau like, didn't want to play him. I'm glad he was gone from the Knicks because that's my guy. Let me tell you, Cam is my guy. He better than Barrett, man. Watch, watch and see. Watch, watch, and, and, and watch and my and guy. T, 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 here's you see, and you see, and you see, he's still in the league. Yeah, he gonna be bouncing. I believe he gonna be bouncing. Tom, Tom, this is another one. Knox, Knox from Kentucky, one year right. because he's shooting some threes in, in 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 the in the tournament and stuff. That and he's going in the in the first round and stuff. And then look at him; he can't he can't make it in the NBA and stuff. That he's on the bench like number what eight on the Knicks. When you are on the bench as number eight on the Knicks, man, come on. But listen, we we can go on and on with with so many players. Year after year, so many good players that was real good. It wasn't star level, but they were real good. And they came out freshman year. It came out too quick, too early, and didn't develop their game. And, and now they lost. And then you don't even, you know, you got cats. Some who go to the G League don't never come back. Look, 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 Look at my man from the slam dunk contest who just won the slam dunk contest. Right? Oh yeah. Right. But then All you right. got guys like, but then you got guys like Scotty Barnes and them who come out in their first right. year and they go, they make all stars and all that. Man. So yeah. well, that's what I said. You gotta have that caliber. If you're not that, right, if you ain't that, then you need to stay in school, bro. Right. It gotta be NBA ready. They're going to eat him up in the NBA. They're going to eat his ass up. 
But yeah, no, but you know, but you know, he started yeah, going to eat that big white boy. He shoot my mouth. He started out playing, eat him He started out playing baseball before. Yo, he, he, he was playing you baseball. wait till you get to the NBA. You get to that. <laughs> he ain't gonna last in the NBA. That you big, don't think so, Ted? He's too stiff, man. He's too stiff. He ain't gonna do it. Oh man, Big Edie ain't gonna last. <laughs> Yo, well, listen, listen, well, listen, well, li- listen. That 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 was just my opinion with question number four, and so listen to my viewers and listeners. Who do you think is going to the final four? Please insert your picks in the YouTube comment section, and you do not even have to explain why. I will read several of your picks on my next show. So I want to thank my guest, Jay Ice from Brooklyn, New York. My man Ted from Harlem, New York, baby. And yes, Big T from the Boogie Down, Bronx, New York. I want to thank all three of you. I appreciate you all so much. Listen, to my viewers and listeners, please continue to check me out on YouTube and subscribe. Check me out on the streaming platforms, Apple and Spotify. Also, please remember to check out the Do We Does Foundation that is fighting childhood obesity, which helps support youth sports, fitness, and health at DoWeDoes.com. Also, check out the Even Flow Coffee Company, created to combine the interests of coffee lovers, fashion, and music. For more information or to make a purchase, visit EvenFlowCoffee.com. As I always say, sports is what keeps this world from going insane, either in the pandemic or no pandemic. Until next time, take care.